All right. Thank you for tuning in to another founder interview on the Forward Thinking Media Network. Um, as always, if you want to tune in live to these interviews and ask questions live on the record, then become a subscriber of Forward Thinking Media. Go to forwardthinking.substack.com, decide to be a paid subscriber. And one of the many things you get as a paid subscriber is the ability to sit in on the Zoom calls as I'm recording and the ability to ask questions at the end. So if you want that, go to forwardthinking.substack.com and I'll see you on the other side. Let's get into today's episode. All right. How's it going, everyone? Welcome to another episode of Forward Thinking Founders, where we talk to founders about their companies, their visions for the future, and how the two collide. Today, I'm very excited to be talking to Vita Benish, who is the creator, the founder of Deep Procrastination. Welcome to the show. How's it going? Hi, Matt. Thanks for having me. Yeah, thanks for coming on. I'm really looking forward to talking about you know a, a, a topic that I think everyone can relate to in some capacity and one that you've seen to tackle head on. So with that, I'd love to dive into what you're working on. What is deep procrastination? So deep procrastination is essentially a collection of uh, detailed guides on how to defeat procrastination and also digital tools and products that help people procrastinate less and produce more in general. So let's start on the guide side then we can talk about the tools so what are these guides did you create them yourself well actually before let, let me, let's stop with that i'd love to hear why did you want to start this site in the first place um would love to just hear the origin story behind um behind this and then we can dive into how it works okay so about four year four years ago i was for a brief period in san francisco and Serendipitously, at one of the meetups, met a Czech guy, which was a total coincidence, who had an education startup. And I wanted to join his team. The startup didn't work out, but I met my co-founder, who had an idea for a financial literacy app for high school students. So we started working on that and worked on that for two years, and then decided that it was too much effort and that the education market was hard to sell to. And um, so I was at a point that where I thought, okay, two years essential down the drain. So w at least w what are the lessons? What have I learned? What else could I do besides, you know, getting a job as a programmer? And I thought about procrastination. That's some, I, I've learned to be productive on my own, to not procrastinate, to produce tangible results. Um, and the topic seemed interesting. It seemed to me to be an interesting problem because it's about behavior change, about doing what you meant to do, what you set out to do, about removing the delay from you having an, an idea and acting on it. So personally, it was an interesting problem for me. So I, we decided to pivot or rather just change the direction entirely and uh, build deep procrastination. Uh, and when I say we, I mean me and my co-founder, Matt. So just to clear that up. So we started producing, uh, well, first reading the research so that we have other experience to draw on besides our own. And so we read the research, read the books, and then decided to turn that into products. Um, so that's kind of the origin story. It, it was not a 
it was a very meandering journey to get to deep procrastination. And now that we're here, you know, you're here with, with deep procrastination and let's talk about, um, are, are these all guides that you created and how are the guides chunked up? Let's say it's just, if someone came to your website and they have this problem with procrastination and they, they heard about deep, deep procrastination and they wanted to give it a shot. What's the user experience like of your guides? How does someone interact with them or read them? Yeah. So there's a couple, couple different um, things you can do on our site. The first thing is and some of the digital guides are on our blog. So they take the form of blog posts. Uh, some are details, some are sort of more a couple tips, a couple tricks to procrastinate less. Uh, so the blog is one part of it. Then we have our ebook, which is a more comprehensive uh, collection of anti procrastination tools. And it really lays out a framework for defeating procrastination, no matter what the cause is. And then there are two other products. One is the browser extension, which just helps you focus more. If you work in the browser using Chrome or Firefox, distractions are everywhere. They are the default. So the extension sort of serves to flip that and make uh, your, your browser and, uh, a productive environment uh, to work in. And the last product is a behavioral four-week program, which is the latest and greatest and the one that I'm most excited by. So it's for people who are looking for extra accountability for dealing with procrastination, who don't want to just read stuff or, you know, for whom the extension is not enough. So the, the four-week program is really at the core of the problem where we try to take people who are procrastinating on many things and we help them hands-on through coaching and all the all the tools that we've described on our blog in our books uh, and really help them actually procrastinate less week by week and produce more and more and more so that's kind of the breakdown so the blog is a good place to start and then there are three products, a browser extension, a book, and a behavioral four-week program. And for that program, do you take a certain type of quote-unquote procrastinator or someone in a certain vertical? Or will you take anyone, like if you have a tech founder that, that, want, that wants to join and a, you know, a student at a high school that wants to join would they go through the same cohort or do you split it up by type of, of a participant or how do you think about it? Or is everyone just kind of a procrastinator and the solution is similar for everyone? Yeah. So it's not split by uh, types of people or professions. It's more the split happens um, when the pro when someone comes into the program, we have a framework for dealing with procrastination. And there are about eight major causes, and then there are some other causes as well. But really, uh, the, the split happens based on the causes of procrastination. So someone comes in who's more afraid of failure. Uh, someone else is more afraid of the fear of judgment or is getting constantly overwhelmed or stressed. So that's a kind of, the program is general, but then 
the approach is very much personalized based around the individual causes of procrastination. And what would you say for people listening, whether they're in tech or startups or whether they're students um, or, or, you know, they're, they're, they're anything really, do you have any kind of general things that you've learned about procrastination that are kind of not, you know, that are not as obvious that you've learned along the way that you could share um, to people that, you know, or any tips for people that deal with procrastination, um, giving them a little bit of taste of kind of your, your thoughts on this. And then maybe like after we can talk about like where, where they can find the content and whatnot and where your website is. Yeah. Okay. So, well, the, the most obvious one that just stands out is that distractions are a major source of procrastination and uh, more concretely, the kind of endless distractions like social networks. So it's, it's absolutely fundamental to defeating any other causes of procrastination to first eliminate distractions. And that's why we build the browser extension to do that in the browser, but the phone is also another source of distraction. So uh, just two quick tips that people have probably heard everywhere, everywhere else is to just remove the, the worst offenders, the most time-wasting apps from your phone. And then when you want to work, just put your phone into airplane mode or do not disturb mode and put it out of sight. Do not keep your phone on your desk because that's a visual prompt for the habit of checking things whenever work gets gets a little bit hard, a little bit boring or uneasy. So distraction is the first major uh, component of procrastination. And then if you actually, one more tip that is kind of counterintuitive and that our students have found helpful is to get bored, to purposefully become bored and not stimulate your mind. Because what happens is, we have this habit, many of us have this habit of whenever we get a, a tiny bit bored, we reach for the phone, we open a new tab, we search on Amazon for something. We want to escape boredom. And then we create this standard of constant stimulation. We constantly look for new things, for new notifications. Did, did this person reply to me? So we go on these networks and on the internet in general to stay stimulated to feel good, to not be bored at all. And then when we are supposed to do work, it's not as stimulating. It doesn't feel as good. It's below our stimulation standard. So we don't like doing work. We don't want to do work. We don't feel like doing work. So we live in this state of constant stimulation. So the, the be bored uh, rule um, is based on author Neil Gaiman, who writes novels by purposefully becoming bored and following the rule or either be bored and, and do nothing, sit doing nothing, or write the novel. So these are the two choices. So this is our implementation. Well, depending on, on really anyone can do this. Just the moment you, are, you want to reach for distractions to, become, to stay stimulated, overstimulated, just be bored and either do the thing that you want to do, that you meant to do, that you're supposed to do, or just sit there doing nothing. Create this kind of choice. 
and especially if you have the distractions eliminated, this really helps you focus on actually getting done the things that matter instead of being constantly overstimulated and, and taking a thousand actions that don't move the needle. So if I were to point out two things, it would be to, to first uh, get rid of distractions, to block them, to put your phone out of sight, out of, uh, out of reach and out of hearing, and then be bored. Sit, just sit and do nothing, or take a productive action, but not allow yourself to, to stay in that level of overstimulation. Is there, is there like research on procrastination that changes over time? Like there's some fields that have, 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 you know, it's, it's breathing and living and breathing and whatnot. Is procrastination, are there people that research this and put out papers or is everything that has been kind of thought on procrastination have already been documented and now it's just about like sharing the knowledge and taking interpretations because how does the research go in the procrastination research world? Well, some of the groundwork is pretty laid out, pretty well laid out, but some of the research is trickier because procrastination is a multifaceted, uh, you know, people problem. It's not a technological thing. So some of the groundwork is in, in research some of it is in practice of people who have who have helped clients for you know decades by now and and some of it the the third part of it is just um, absorbing literature on how our brain works uh, and and how to not get sidetracked how to not get distracted so those are kind of the three main components some of the research directly on procrastination then the the books written on the practice of individual psychologists, and then just generally, it, you know, cutting edge neuroscience stuff, uh, studies on the, the effects of social media, and so on. So these are kind of the three major components. And the neuroscience bit is probably evolving the fastest, and uh, kind of the, the, psycholog the psychologist accounts uh, written up in books are kind of just the slowest evolving piece of the puzzle. So what, what, what do you think is next for deep procrastination? When you think about like product offerings, content, blog posts, um, I want like a short term answer and then like a higher level vision answer. Like every day, when you're thinking about what next to do, how do you decide whether it's a content or product? I guess like I'd love a little insight into like your product or content development process. And then how does that align with like the big vision and what is the big vision 10 years from now? What do you want the, this, this company, this website to, to look like, feel like who would be using it? And so I guess short term and long term vision would, would be awesome to hear. Yeah. So in the short term, there are many of these useful ideas out there, uh, but they aren't being actively distributed. And they aren't being distributed in a, in a viral or uh, popular way. Uh, they aren't being visualized. They aren't being presented at a you know, on a variety of platforms all the time so that they uh, can actually reach people. So one of the just most short-term 
courses of action is to just grow following online and uh, present these ideas that have that other people have found useful and and kind of widen the audience and and get those ideas to most people then there is the product version which is then the extension is just blocking distraction so that's building technology that actively enhances focus and that sort of works in the background in the environment that helps people so that's one productized kind of specific gear towards distraction as a specific cause of procrastination and then with with the d school program uh, it's uh, really about fine-tuning our approach and testing all the tools that we found and developed in the approach in, in a practical way real world with with real people with software developers uh, with writers and other people who struggle with procrastination and now getting to the long-term vision ideally we could get to a point where procrastination would become a solvable problem where we build an ecosystem of the most useful ideas others have found the most useful ideas that we found and developed paired with technology that kind of connects the dots that that creates relevance that, so that when a, when a person comes in with their specific procrastination habits specific cause of procrastination our technology can pair them with the most effective solutions that are relevant for them so that they don't have to read the thousands of pages that we've read and extract all the techniques but get just the ones they need at that moment in time and implement them give feedback to the system and sort of the system pairs the relevant tools with the person and helps them eliminate uh, most procrastination over time as the person uses the tools the techniques and, and consumes other resources so the end goal would be to to create a system that solves the majority of procrastination by by doing this kind of pairing by relevance and in order to make all of it happen and solve a procrastination for the world and for you know for everyone with within the big vision what is something that the forward thinking founders community can do to help you get there is there an ask that you have or anything you need help with that the community can help with feel free to to let us know if there is yeah so we are still at the at the beginning so um like i said one of the most easy things to do that we want to do is to just get the useful ideas to as many people as possible and we that we do that on on twitter mainly uh, our handle is at deprocrastinate so de and the word procrastinate or on our website through our blog and email list so if you if anyone wants to want to anyone wants to learn more just go to deprocrastination.co and you will see all the different things we're doing and uh, you know you'll have a chance to learn the ideas that are useful uh, and uh, hopefully will help you procrastinate less personally so just deprocrastination.co or uh, if you use twitter at deprocrastinate 
those are the kind of the two main places to go to. All right. Well, thank you so much for coming on and teaching us a little bit how to, you know, get rid of our procrastination and, and do what we want to, what, what we set out to do and telling us all about what you're working on. So, so thanks for coming on and I wish you best of luck making your vision happen. Thank you. Thank you for making the time and sending out the invitation. I very much appreciate it. All right, you've been listening to Founder Interviews on the Forward Thinking Media Network. Thank you so much for tuning in and listening to that one. No, it doesn't have to end here. If you didn't know, we have daily podcast episodes. So you just subscribe to this RSS feed and you'll get another one tomorrow. Additionally, we have a free newsletter where we look at the last week of Product Hunt launches and we see the best we, we decide who the best products are you can look at this if you go to forwardthinking.substack.com and just put in your email you get access to this every monday we have a lot more than that if you want to become a paid subscriber as well meaning you can sit in on calls you can get access to subscriber only content you can get access to our paid community that is ten dollars a month soon to be fifteen dollars a month but if you just want to you know just check it out see if this is your your type of people i'm your type of person just tune into the podcast every day and get on that newsletter at forwardthinking.substack.com for free and see if you like it. And if you do, we'll be waiting on the other side on the subscription level tier. So thank you again for tuning in to today's episode and hope to see you soon. Thanks. Bye.